Hello everybody and welcome to the True Fans Podcast, the podcast where we talk to the true fans of football and get their opinion. Uh, as as always, I'm your host, Kieran Grudins. Joining me today, West Ham fan, all around good good guy, uh, Mr. Best, the very best, Gary. Gary, how are you, pal? I'm all right, you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Um lot to talk about, a lot to discuss. The Premier League is back. Uh that's yeah, I've missed it. I've missed it and uh it was um it was good last night. Yeah, it was good last night. I think um then there was two good games. Uh, we'll talk about both of them, we'll talk about the upcoming games as well. Um your predictions, um uh, how how you think and then what you think about them all and then there is some uh bit of news as well. So a lot to get in into. Um let's talk about the um First game that we had, Aston Villa versus Sheffield United. Uh, that finished in a nil-nil draw. And they um, there was a bit of controversy last night, wasn't it, about the uh, about the incident when the Aston Villa goalkeeper uh, had put the ball in the in the net. Um, what was your opinion on that, Gary? I think um, it was kind of the. Like the refs watch obviously didn't say it was a goal or not, so you can't really blame the ref for that. At the point, you've got to blame the goal line technology because technology you can't really rely upon all the time. Well, did the um, I read that the rule the rule of goal line technology was introduced in 2013. It, it's been used in over 9,000 matches, um, and it's never had never had this. So of course, it's it's not going to be all the time um, but it's one of them games which if that was if it was Sheffield United dominating and they were winning 3-0 and then that got to disallowed it wasn't as big but I think United three points today or last night yeah I think the same too because obviously it's like it was the way it went in as well like yeah we see side a goal it was a goal and it was just why like, do you think the the ref kind of just went, oh, it's disallowed. It hasn't said it on my watch. I'll disallow it. Not give me a VAR or something like that. What? Why did you? Why did? Why did you think VAR didn't get involved? I think because they both thought it didn't cross the line, and they didn't check it. And I think as well this um, this whole VAR has come in with incidences, but the referee should really call it and say we need VAR if he if you know he didn't, his watch didn't go off then it, it wasn't going to you know he's not going to look at it and go oh I'm going to look at it again just because you know all the Sheffield United players were um, you know going around and stuff like that we've had a this is from BBC Sport it says the operator of the Premier League goal line technology system uh, has apologised after an error denied Sheffield United a goal and then nil nil draw at Aston Villa, and I thought this was quite funny uh, from his manager Chris Wilder, who says that I think the goalkeeper was in the halt end when he caught it, so he, uh, he probably thought he was right in the stands. Um, they've they've apologised, so at least they've come out and sort of apologised because I think in football they don't apologise all the time, so. Um, yeah, I feel I feel bad for Sheffield United because they are they are going for a Champions League place, and you know that could have got them. I think that would have got them fifth yeah. if I'm not 
mistaken. So, you know, but a point, you know, at the end of the day, it is a point. Uh, I mean, in your, like I said, you're, like I said, at the top of the podcast, you're a West Ham fan. So, you know, that really helped for you, but, you know, because they would have gone um, above you, you would have dropped further into the relegation zone. So a good, a good result for you. I think, yeah, it's a good result for us, but it could have been where she- if Sheffield was given the gold, it would have been even better. Yeah. Because obviously they would have took the full three points and Aston Villa wouldn't have got one. So that's kind yeah. of just debating whether we can beat Wolves on Saturday. If we do, yeah. we'll go above them. But yeah, yeah. If we don't, then we're probably just going to be relegated. Because we've obviously then we've got like oh, Tottenham, Chelsea, United. Yeah, you got some good hard games coming up. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's a six point at the end of the day, these these games. Um we'll we'll talk about the more of the games coming up. The other game though was a, a little bit more a little bit more uh, interesting. Uh Manchester City played uh Arsenal at the uh Etihad Stadium. Now everybody knows who we're gonna be talking about. Um but but we'll we'll move we'll come on to that. Um two Arsenal players went down in the first twenty minutes, uh Xhaka went down and then the centre back uh for Arsenal as well also came off. Do you think do you think that shows that players are not fit enough for this restart? I think it's With... like the fitness, yeah, is kind of a, a like a big factor. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, they've not played since, what, May? March. March. Imagine, you've not played football since March. Yeah. Your body, you're, and you're eating like food and all that and everything. It's just, your body's going to get eventually, it's just going to not be able to handle a load of exercise. I think it's also, restart. it's also the weather as well. I mean, you know, it, this is June now, we would have been in the Euros and, um, yeah, that they're not used to this type of weather, um, mm. you know, pl- playing. So, you know, yeah, I mean, they've obviously introduced that five, five substitution rule, which I think is a really good idea. Um, they do water breaks as well, which I think that's important as well. So, yeah, it's definitely different. But I think any fans that moan about moan about all of these new rules are the people that want football back. You know what I mean? It's one of the some types of people. Um, we go into um, obviously talk about the goals. We're going to talk about the incidences. Um, the first goal, and it is, let's talk about it. David Louise. Um, did get? Um, I'll give you a bit of a backstory. So he came on for that Garcia um, in defence and caused caused the first goal to go in. Um, after it ricocheted off him and into Sterling's path. So he came on as a sub, did that before half time, and then sent was sent off in the second half um and caused much for a penalty and caused really the game to end um two nil. Just do you think he'll ever play again for Arsenal? No. I think that's just fucked his um complete season up now for the rest of it and probably even next season if he doesn't leave I, I can remember when they bought him 
I can, I think Arsenal had a solid transfer window. Um, we're going we're to moan. We're going to moan about Arsenal. We're going to have a bit of a rant about them. Um, so they they spent a lot of money in the summer. And then when David Louise, they brought David Louise, everybody was like, what a signing. But I don't think, I don't rate him. I, I don't rate him at all. Um, I think Arsenal need about 300 million worth of transfers because, you know, they just look poor. Like, I watched that game last night and I, I'm not going to go against Arteta because I think he's a, he, he's a really an up-and-coming manager. But you've got... But you play Lacazette on the wing, okay? He's quick. But when you're playing against Manchester City with... Um, that Eric Garcia guy who doesn't play a lot, um, who which we'll go on to about, which who will go on about in a minute, um, with his injury, um, you're going to want to attack it. Lacazette and Pepe are on the bench. Like how, in a team against Manchester City, they are and and Liverpool are the the best teams in the league, without a doubt. And you're you're. And you're playing Lacazette and Pepe. Pepe didn't even come on. Um, you know, well, it, you know, Lacazette came on, I believe, in the 75th minute. So you probably that wasn't. Uh, I don't think that was enough time for him to really have an effect on the game. Özil is not. I can't even remember the last time he played. So, what do you think is going wrong at Arsenal, in your opinion? I think it's they're not standing the club but the right way like the starting lineup they need players who are going to attack and i mean like attack so let's say Lacazette um Pepe and like Lacazette again um and who's your um Aubameyang Aubameyang yeah they need players like that to kind of keep attacking on the ball and keep pressing because obviously proved it Last night, there was no attack from Arsenal at all. They don't have, they didn't have a single shot on uh, on target as well, which I think was quite poor. Um, you know, I, I do believe that they've got a solid attack. Um, you know, with with Pepe, uh, Lacazette, Bamiang. You know, <clears throat> Arsenal have two of the probably the two out of the five best strikers in the league. You know. I think they are the they are the best team that have that play with two strikers. Um, you know, Liverpool and Man City play with one striker, like and a wide players they don't. Um, but their money's got to go on defence. And I think, you know, I was watching our Arsenal fan TV last night. I was watching all their interviews, and what did the Arsenal fan Arsenal fans give Bert Leno a ten? And they lost 3-0. And it just shows you that without Leno, that Arsenal could be in some serious trouble. And I think they need to buy on defence. And I think they need to buy solid centre-halves. I don't think... I think Tierney is going to be good. He he looks an up-and-coming player. And um, yeah, I I don't agree with that. So how much would you say they have to spend... This to get the solid players they want in the summer. Yeah, I probably agree with you. It's like defense mainly. Maybe yeah. I'll sell my contracts because 
David Luiz, he's just crap. Uh, when uh, he was at Chelsea, he was actually a really decent player. Yeah. Uh, and I, now he's gone to Arsenal, which is like, oh, I don't want to play no more. You know what I mean? Well, I don't, yeah, I, I don't think he's a defender. I think he likes to be a, a defensive midfielder. Um, I think, yeah, you, I agree with you that he was a solid player at Chelsea, but he had John Terry next to him. And he had Ivanovic and Ashley Cole. So that was your petter check behind them. That was a solid back five. Yeah. At Arsenal, he doesn't have a solid player. He has Mustafi, um, Socrates, but I'm not sure he's... I think he's injured at the moment. So he's not going to be a solid centre-half partner. Um, Bellerin's in and out. Tierney's first game. So they've not got the level of players. But you think to yourself, a man with that experience playing at Chelsea, playing at Paris Saint-Germain um, in the Brazilian first team as well, he should have done better. He really should have. I think it was really poor from all of Arsenal. Um, final thing on the on the games um, before we get into Gary's predictions, the, be- the very best predictions, that's what I'm calling it. Um, uh, Man City defender Eric Garcia has been released from hospital following a collision with his own goalkeeper in the win over Arsenal. Uh, he was only 19, actually. Spanian uh, collided with Edison late and he's received treatment. Uh, Garcia received treatment for several minutes before being carried off on a stretcher in a neck brace. So he, uh, yeah, he, he was conscious, but I think he's going to be tested uh, this morning because a kick in the head is always so dangerous. So, yeah, wow. That's uh, so really, I just wanted to give uh, the, the fans the news about that because it, that looked very, very painful. So we will get in into the um, upcoming fixtures uh, there's not again there's no Premier League games tonight there's Premier there's Premier League games though on Friday um, so we'll just quickly go through them uh, Norwich are playing Southampton um, Southampton again are, well Norwich are pretty much out there are pretty much down aren't they um, yeah. So not really will affect really the relegation battle down there. Um, your prediction for that, Norwich Southampton? Southampton win. Uh, what score? Two nil. Two nil Southampton, and then Tottenham Manchester United. Two teams trying to get that fifth place. You, uh, Manchester United are obviously going to want to get Champions League football. Um, Tottenham have got Harry Kane back as well. Um, Son is also available as well. So uh, prediction for that one. I'd say 2-1 United. 2-1. I, I, I spoke to a Manchester United fan um, last night and I and he says um, he said 3-0 United but I think Tottenham's got to score. If you've got Harry Kane back, you know, I think he's a dominating goal scorer. Moving into sa- Saturday, the Championships is back as well but we're not going to talk about that. Um, four games on f- on Friday, on Saturday, sorry, Um uh, Watford Leicester. Two 0 Leicester. That's the early kickoff. Um, Brighton Arsenal. Arsenal. Really? I, I think I Brighton. Think I can see a draw in that one. I think one all. Um, I think Brighton are strong. I think Brighton can play really well. Well, and if Arsenal played the same as they did 
against Man, United, Man City last night, I think they'll struggle. Um, I know we, everybody that's listening is obviously going to know who he's going to say here. Uh, West Ham Wolves. Um, I would like to say West Ham, but it depends on who we play. Um, but I can see it just being a draw. I, I, I'm going to be caught. I think I'm going to be confident with West Ham here. I think with the time off, they're going to look at their evaluation. They're too big of a club to go play in the championship with the stadium they've got, the quality of players, because you have got some quality players. I'm going to go 2-1. I think Wolves will score. And then the final game, which is a really late one, actually, um, quarter to eight, so that's quite a late one. Uh, Bournemouth, Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace, 1-0. Yeah. Yeah, I think a one nil Crystal Palace. Um, then we move into uh, Sunday's games, and then we'll talk about the Monday game that's on as well, and then we'll leave it there. And then um, Newcastle Sheffield United. Sheffield United, two 0 Yeah, I think they're going to want. They're going to be hungry for every game, aren't they? And um, they're going to, you know, they should have won last night, and. You know, these games in which they're playing against, you know, not the top six or the traditional top six, you're gonna they're gonna want to win. Um yeah, so I think uh, I agree with you there, Sheffield United win. Aston Villa Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah, I think three nil. Two nil. Two nil. Okay. And the Merseyside Derby. Uh we have we need two more wins to clinch the league, um officially. Um obviously we could we could have won it at the we could have won it at Goodison Park if Arsenal helped us out last night. They didn't. Um so I'm gonna go live I'm gonna go two nil. I don't think it's gonna be a I don't think we've got Salah. I think Salah's got some symptoms of um COVID. So um yeah, I think I think it'll be two nil. I think it'll one nil. You think, yeah, it is. It's not the most exciting dar. It's, it's not the most exciting derby, I have to admit. And then we do have Monday night football, so that's brilliant. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, um, Premier League action. So that's really good. Uh, Manchester City, Burnley. Yeah, I think it's uh, City, City all over. Come on. Yeah, I don't think anybody can uh, argue with that. I'm going to go three nil City. Two nil City. Two nil city. I've, I've uh, brilliant. So that is, um, that is all of the Premier League news uh, that we have today. Um, but I leave you with uh, ten questions from this match. Of the, I have just uncovered a match of the day trivia box. So I'm going to quiz Gary on ten multiple choice questions uh, from this, and then we'll leave you. So, um, are you ready, Gary? I'm ready whenever you are. These are just 10 random questions. Um, I, Gary has not seen these questions, so if he gets every one of them right, he has not cheated. Uh, so let's... I'm just trying to get the questions. Um, thank you so much, everybody, for the recent support on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, about all of my movies and my uh, football podcasts as well. Uh, Gary's been a great supporter of that. Um, so many, I've had so many comments recently about the mental health uh, podcast we did, and um, everybody has been 
super supportive of that. So that's been fantastic. Okay, are you ready, Gary? I'm ready whenever you are. All right, here we go. Uh, we're not timed. It's not timed. Uh, so which country does Emmanuel Adebayor play for? Is it Ivory Coast, France or Togo? Togo. Correct. Which country does Mario Balotelli play for? Italy, Portugal or Mexico? Correct. When did Man United first play at Old Trafford? 1890, 1910 or 1943? Second one. Yeah, 1910, correct. Uh, which club did Frank Lampard begin his career? Southend, West Ham or Chelsea? West Ham. There we go. I knew you were going to get that one. Four for four. <laughs> Which of these England stars never managed their country? Kevin Keegan, Glenn Hoddle or Alan Shearer? Alan Shearer? Yeah, correct. Which club did legend Paolo Maldini play over 600 games for? Is it Real Madrid, Liverpool or AC Milan? AC Milan. Correct. I would have loved him at Liverpool, but we didn't have the money in them days. Which of these scored after just 1.8 seconds as a substitute? Is it Walcott? Peter Crouch or Nicholas Bentner? Crouch. Oh, he could have gone for a full house. No, it was Nicholas Bentner. Uh, what country does Tim Cahill play for? Is it Spain, Austria or Australia? Australia. Correct. Final, final two. What nationality is striker Stephen Fletcher? Is it Welsh, Scottish or English? Pardon? What nationality is striker Stephen Fletcher? Is it Welsh, Scottish or English? Uh, Scottish. Yes, correct. And then the final question, which Italian team did David Beckham join on loan in 2009 and 2010? Is it A, Genoa, B, Roma or C, AC Milan? Roma? No, no, it was AC Milan. So, 8 out of 10, very good, Gary. Um, we'll be doing more trivia next week when we look at the games. It, we might do roles reverse. Gary can find a trivia quiz to do, but I had that as a present. So, um, you're going to use that for all the trivia questions. So, thank you very much, for Gary. I appreciate it, mate. For the uh, Obviously, I, um, I can do this with loads of different fans, but... I love doing podcasts for you, mate. So thank you so much. Um, right. Thank you to everybody for listening. Uh, I'm going to let Gary sign off because I've done too much talking. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Gary, you can sign off, pal. Yeah, thank you so much for listening and see you again soon.